Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LaHue and today we're going to be looking at uh, the levels of health or the levels of self-mastery for type 3, the achiever, the winner, the conqueror, and uh, the superstar, the politician. Uh, we're going to be uh, exploring more about type 3 and before we get started I just want to remind you that in the description below is a link to my website tomlahue.com where you can book coaching appointments if you want to know more about the Enneagram or know more about your type or more about how to be a healthy version of yourself uh, or uh, how to get along with uh, the people in your life that uh, can sometimes be difficult to get along with um, that's uh, what what we do here so um, I'd love to encourage you to check that out. Also, thanks to my patrons. I really appreciate your support for this channel and uh, your uh, support for this content. So today we're going to jump into uh, type 3. And uh, we're going to look a little bit deeper into type 3. And, uh, you know, here's a person that wants to achieve, accomplish, and win. Uh, here's a person that... Uh, gets their sense of worth and value from uh, what they have attained, from how they are performing in life, from what they're doing. You know, I was just uh, looking at uh, the childhood wounds of each type. And if you haven't looked into that, uh, that's worth looking at. It can be a little bit painful for you to read that, or as even as a parent. Uh, if you read down through these childhood wounds of each type, if you know your child's type, to, to realize that, you know that uh, all of us no matter how hard we try as parents no matter how hard we uh, want to uh, be supportive and loving um, none of us are perfect we're all broken we're all fallen we're all um, we're all wounded and um, you know as Christians that should be no big surprise to us after all we are saved by the wound uh, by the wound that was inflicted on our Savior so let's look at uh, type 3 I was reading through uh, the each type and maybe that will one day be its own uh, video but long story short is I just want to summarize it here the wound of the three is they felt rewarded and loved only for what they did not for who they are or for what they uh, what they are as a person but only for what they accomplish uh, their feelings were discounted and it was only their performance that was expected um, that mattered and um, this kind of harmed their ability to understand themselves, appreciate themselves, love themselves, and uh, see the value in themselves. So twos, threes, and fours, you know, are all in the worth, feelings, heart category, uh, division. And uh, for threes, I think they're the obvious, um, the obvious ones in that category um, in the sense of, uh, feeling like their worth and value is uh, attached to what they accomplish. They're the ones that I think most obviously look like they're trying to prove their worth and value. Now, I don't know that that's obvious to a three themselves. I don't think, I think a three could go, you know, virtually years, maybe their lifetime without ever really understanding the engine that's driving their need to perform and excel. The rest of us looking on might pick up on the fact that this person really attaches a lot of significance 
to what they've attained, for how they're performing, and for what they are accomplishing, and for what their exterior is projecting. In other words, what they look like or how they interact in a positive way. Now, that being said, I don't think threes are often very much in touch with that heart feeling center. I mean, that's kind of the point of the 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 numbers on the on the triangle the six the three and the nine is they tend to be out of touch with the very category that they're in sixes are out of touch with with being able to think through their problems themselves they feel scared and so they want to take action and so their brain is racing to take action what action should they take in order to stay safe nines are out of touch with action and so they're thinking and feeling, but they they may not may not take those dreams and plans and put them into action, or they're in action mode. They're just doing without really thinking and feeling about what they're doing. Threes are in the feeling center, but they're disconnected from their feelings. They are thinking and acting, thinking about what they need to do to approve their worth, and then taking action to prove their worth. Um, and maybe quite disconnected from their feelings, uh, quite disconnected from feeling a sense of value and worth um, without the actions and without taking action. Okay, so they're chasing something. Threes have a very powerful engine within them that is driving them and moving them to accomplish all that they do. And then after they accomplish it, then they write books for the rest of us how we could be more like them, how we could accomplish more in our lives. And a lot of the self-help movement, a lot of the self-help uh, in terms of like business, those kinds of books are written by threes and our three values. So essentially they're saying, look at all I did, look at all I accomplished, look at all I care about. You should be like this. You should be more like this. Um, you can accomplish more, especially that three wing two, you know, and now I want to help you accomplish and be all that you can be. My help to you is to blaze a trail of accomplishments and then show you and challenge you that you could be like this as well. And that's all great, but it's all very surface level stuff. Um, and I think threes would be wise to pause and slow down and really think about all that they have accomplished and and what it says about them and what it doesn't say about them. Uh, who are they apart from all these accomplishments? Who are they apart from all of these awards and all of this achievement and all of this beauty and style and exterior? Who is the inner person? Threes can be a little bit cut off from that inner person. They over-identify with the exterior, the persona, and sometimes are cut off from really knowing themselves. In uh, that way, threes can be like nines, where nines might not know themselves very well and just sort of move through life in routines or be led through life by others, by the hands of others. Threes can sort of get to the top of the pile of accomplishments and never really be in touch with themselves and know themselves or be invested in working on the inner person or the inner life. So focused on the exterior. 
Now, that being said, I find it interesting, and I'm not really sure what to make of it, that I do a lot of appointments with people. I really do. I do a lot of appointments. In fact, I had to scale it back. I used to offer three-week and six-week coaching plans, and I was just getting them booked up so quickly that I was... I was getting overwhelmed and I had to go to single appointments only and limit my availability. And what one thing I've noticed in coaching people is I don't get a lot of threes. I find that interesting. I don't get a lot of threes making appointments. So I, I find that interesting because here's the type that desperately wants to be the best. They want to perform. They want to achieve. Here's the self-help section of the Enneagram, okay? Now, I think sevens might own the positivity section. Eights probably own the books with all the swear words, you know, like how the fine art of not giving a, you know, blank. Eights kind of own that little bit of a section. I think nines can own the metaphysical section, you know, the... um, what does it all matter? The Richard Carlson, don't sweat the small stuff section of the... But th- threes really own the business, self-help, be a better you section. And yet, I find it interesting that for all of that, they're not really making appointments, at least with me, about how to know themselves better and be a better version of themselves. I don't know that threes really want to take the time to stop and pause and deal with the inner stuff, deal with the inner things. And I get that. I'm a seven, right? And sevens can be similar in that way in that they're so driven toward what we want to think will make us happy that sevens don't often pause to really evaluate and deal with with what life is and what life's purpose is and and how to be more present to life. And I think threes are so driven, so focused, so into what do I need to do today and what do I need to do that they rarely take the time to really pause and reflect, know themselves, know the people that they live with and really be present in that deeper, more meaningful way. I just find it interesting. Okay, so let's get into uh, the book. The book we're looking at today is uh, Bringing Out the Best in Everyone You Coach by uh, Ginger Lapid Bogda, PhD. And very helpful book. And she has in this uh, a section for each type on the three levels of, of mastery, self-mastery or three levels of health. We could say it that way. We're going to start with the lowest level and work up to the highest level and just just talk about it just just think about it okay maybe you know someone that's a three or live with someone that's a three and uh, this might help you kind of evaluate you know where they're at or how they're doing or whether they're under stress and and or if you are a three this will no doubt be helpful to you uh, and I hope that you as a three are watching this video because this is exactly the kind of thing that I would recommend for threes to slow down, you know, pause a little bit, go to that healthy part of nine and just slow down for a minute and uh, kind of separate yourself from all you're doing and accomplishing 
and um, really take some time to evaluate life. All right, so let's talk about the lowest level of, of self-mastery for a three. Um, in the book is called the calculator. The calculator is the lowest level of, of health. Calculator, and I think it has the idea of like, behind the scenes, calculating, what do I need to do next? Uh, how should I take the next step? Um, rather than just being comfortable with life, rather than just being here and just being present or just being, you know, just being, this person is calculating their next move, over-focused on what steps do I take next to strategically move the agenda forward. Okay, so the core fear at this lowest level of a three is an extreme fear of failure. Since failure would make the three feel that he or she has no value. And again, I would encourage you, I say this all the time, take a walk through the nursery at the hospital, look at all the infants. What have they accomplished? What have they done? What have they achieved? What positions do they hold? What labels are they wearing? None of that. And yet, who could walk through that nursery and, and think that any one of those babies doesn't have immense value? Of course they have intrinsic value, meaning just by virtue of being alive, every one of those infants has intrinsic value. And it's not just value that the parents assign to that child. You know, the parents may not even want that child. And so they put the child up for adoption and then some other set of parents come along, see and recognize the value of that child and adopt that child. So every person, and it is not something that goes away simply because we get older. You know, you don't hit first grade and now you have zero value. You don't hit fifth grade and okay, well now you're zero value. But I think threes, twos, threes, and fours can all get confused on this area. And threes kind of feel like, you know, if I'm not getting straight A's or if I'm not on the football team or if I'm not excelling in some way, if I don't make Eagle Scout, if, if I'm not performing, well, they're not going to love me just for me. They're not going to love me. And so threes kind of settle for admiration rather than love. You know, all of us need to be loved and all of us need to love others. And threes, it's kind of like they, they're settling for people's admiration instead of love. And so if everybody's applauding, you know, that feels great. But that's not the same thing as being loved by people, to be admired by people. And you know, when you receive people's admiration, realize that with that, always comes some measure of people's disdain yeah you know when you get to the top and everybody's applauding you everybody is uh, you know flattering you realize that there's going to be some level of people being um, envious of you and wanting to see you fail wanting to see your demise and so People's applause and people's approval, admiration, 
people's affection is not the same thing as really knowing and being known by people, loving and being loved by people. To be loved by people, you have to be real with people. And that's the whole thing with threes, is threes have a hard time being real. I think threes have a hard time being real with themselves. They don't want to slow down long enough to figure out what real looks like. It's like, no, I got to keep moving. No, I got to keep accomplishing. No, I got to keep winning. No, I got to keep, I got to press on. Because if I start to decline in what I am accomplishing, if I no longer am making straight A's, well, then they won't admire me anymore. They, they won't approve of me anymore. And I don't know that threes really sit and think about how much they're depending on others to mirror back to them a sense of value, a sense of worth. Nines look at threes and nines think, wow, I need to be more like that. I need to try to accomplish more like that. And maybe that's maybe there's some degree of truth in that. You know, nine does look like a three when they're healthy, balanced between their wings. But I think there's a lot in which a nine a three could look at a nine and say, you know, maybe I could slow down. Maybe I could rest. Maybe I need to just let somebody else win. Ooh, that's probably painful for a three. Uh, there's that competitive drive within threes to prove their worth and value. To prove now, I don't I don't know that that's obvious to a three. Again, I think a three just wakes up and thinks I gotta win, I gotta accomplish, I gotta achieve, I gotta I gotta start another business. I've got to um, I've got to uh, get my uh, get that management position. And once they get the management position, they're looking for supervisor, and so threes can find themselves like continuously on job interview, never really settled, never really feeling like, okay, I've arrived, I can just kind of relax now, I can just kind of take it easy, I can just kind of enjoy and start to pursue other things in my life, like hobbies and relationships and personal interests. You know, all of those things are important to life as well. And you might want to ask yourself, am I really successful if I don't have time for people? Am I really successful if I don't have time to just be a friend to somebody? If they can't advance my agenda in some way, then why would I be friends with them? If they can't strategically move me forward, then that friendship is of no worth and value. And I think when threes think like this, they're really cutting off whole sections of life that the rest of us find value in. That just knowing people and being known by people and allowing people to see your failures is in its own way a great success. The reality is, is nobody can accomplish and win and achieve all the time. It would be exhausting, wouldn't it? And a lot of threes are very exhausted. Um, driven. You know, driven sounds like a good word in our culture, being driven. Oh, I'm such a driven person. But I don't know that driven is exactly how I want 
people to describe me. You know, like think like cattle. Cattle are driven, right, by dogs and cowboys. Um, cowboys, you know, yell and holler and whoop and shoot guns in the air and dogs bark and growl and bite at the ankles of cattle. And cattle are driven. You go on a cattle drive, right? Cattle are driven from one location to another and then they're slaughtered. Don't forget that part. <laughs> then they're slaughtered. And when you describe yourself as a driven, competitive, you know, um, person, you you sound very proud about that, but maybe you could stop and think for a moment, like, what is driving me? What, what's, what's driving this need to accomplish? I see what you're running toward. I really do. I see what you're running toward. You're running toward that title. You're running toward that corner office. You're running toward that position, that admiration, people's respect. You're running toward... Uh, that center of attention. But what may not be as obvious to you is what are you running away from? What are you running away from? Sevens, we're running away from the feeling of being bored or stuck or in pain or not being cared, nurtured, okay? What are you running away from? Well, you say, I don't know. I don't, I've never thought about that. Well, that would be a good thing to think about. I mean, that's deeper inner life kind of stuff. What are you running away from? Why don't you pause for a minute? Why don't you just put everything down for a second and just think to yourself, like, why do I need people to think I'm great? What does it do for me? I mean, what does it really accomplish for me to have another certificate on the wall? Will I then be what? admired by people, taken seriously by people. Um, if I leave this job and move on to the next better, higher paying job, what does that really accomplish for me? Um, maybe I like the job that I'm in right now. Do you like the people that you're in? Do you know the people that you're working with right now? Do they know you? Chances are, if you're a three, you may not really spend time getting to know the people. Oh, you might know who can move you forward. You might know who could advance you in some way. You might know who your fans are. But what kind of real solid relationships are you investing in right now? Well, I don't have time for that. Well, what else is there in life? I mean, you're going to get, just like a nine gets to the end of their life and thinks, how did I, where did life go? You're going to get, you run the risk. Let's put it that way. You run the risk as a three of getting to the end of your life disconnected from all of the people that should have mattered to you. Your kids, your husband, your wife, your family, your, you know, your, your community, all of the friendships that you could have had at work, you could have had in your community, you could have had in your church, but those weren't really important. Those weren't what was driving you to be connected. But there is a success that can be known um, in relationships that maybe hasn't been a priority at this point. 
What I'm saying is all of your attention and focus, if you're not careful, is on work, on your physique, on how people are, you know, your schooling, your education, your training, your self-improvement. But what about your soul? What about your spiritual life? What about your relationships? What about your friendships? What about your eternity? See, there's, there's things that you're going to have to one day lay all of this aside and will all people said of you is, wow, they really accomplished a lot that they eventually had to lay down. Um, you know, think about the people in your life that you love, the people that you're close to. When you were a child, you know, the people in your life that, that mattered to you, grandma, you know, Uncle Billy, um, who were the people that mattered? Did they matter because they had accomplished a lot? Did they matter because they had a great title? Or did they matter because they cared about you? Because you mattered to them. Because they valued you. Well, you can matter to other people by valuing them. By caring about them. It won't get you some kind of acknowledgement and an award. It won't get you some kind of accomplishment and achievement that you can hang on a wall or wear on a, a pin on your, on, your, on your vest. But that's really what life is really about. Knowing others, knowing yourself, relating to others, caring about others, being in community with others. And I think threes can sometimes define success in such a limited way that all of their energy focuses on work, on accomplishing, on attaining, and then you get to the end and yeah, you've got all these badges and awards, but maybe there was more to life than everybody's. Because eventually, you know, the, the cheers and the applauds and the admiration fades. The beauty fades. And what are you holding now? What do you have left? All right, deep stuff, right? Again, that's why I think a three has a, a four wing. Because fours want to know themselves. Fours want to do what feels right and intrinsically valuable to themselves. And a three needs that centering of the four. Um, they also need the kindness of the two and the compassion of the two. Threes, without that two, could be quite cruel because whatever it takes to win could be quite cruel. So the two says, be compassionate, be kind, think of others, do what's best for them. Make them into winners. So they need that two wing, but they also need that four wing of know yourself. What is important and intrinsically valuable to you? What do you care about? What hobbies do you love? How are you going to express your soul in this world? And so a three needs those wings to balance them out in life. All right, so what else about the lowest level? Uh, lowest level threes, calculators could be described as maybe phony, opportunistic, uh, self-serving, uh, the facade 
of happiness, the facade, the image, the exterior, the chocolate Easter bunny, you know, um, beautiful, shiny, sweet, smiling on the outside, but then you break open the chocolate Easter bunny and what do you find inside? Oh, hollow, hollow. Wow, look how big the box is. Look at the beautiful package. Look at the smile on the Easter bunny's face. And then you open it and you realize this great big Easter bunny, you know, that's this tall could be melted down into not much more than a, a regular size candy bar. So the image is bigger than, than what is really delivered. There's an emptiness in, in, the, in the chocolate Easter bunny, right? There's an emptiness there. And threes can be so focused on how they're coming across, on how people are perceiving them, on being the best version of what people want and what they will applaud that they may not give much thought and consideration to developing the inner person and that and for that reason they if they let you get to know them might be quite hollow on the inside and are ready to adapt to whatever will get people's admiration and this might be part of the reason why i don't get a lot of appointments from threes because that would be a terrifying thing to really stare that emptiness down. Maybe I'm off base. Um, but I could imagine that why would I want to deal with what people can't see when I could invest my time in perfecting the exterior even more polishing the exterior even more, brightening up those eyes and brightening up that smile and beautifying that wrapping paper. After all, that's what's going to make people pick me off the shelf. Yeah, but what about the people that actually purchase this chocolate Easter bunny and have to live with it? What about when they bite into it? Will they find any substance? Or will they just find disappointing hollowness? Wow. Okay, so what's the mid-level? The mid-level is, uh, according to the book, is the star, the superstar, the Hollywood star, the one everybody wants an autograph, they want their picture with, uh, the superstar, okay? The core concern of the star, this is the mid-level of a three, is feeling successful and avoiding failure and gaining the respect of others. Um, that's such a fleeting thing, isn't it? The respect of others. I mean, because sometimes people respect all the wrong things, you know. Um, and the three, remember the sin of the three is deceit, right? And so the three might become quite deceptive um, covering up their hollow center they might become quite deceptive um, in being what people pretending to be or chameleon into what people will admire what do people admire I need to become that I need to look like that I need to project that 
Is that who I really am? Well, I don't ask such questions. I don't want to deal with those questions. I just find what people are applauding and then become the best version of that. Force, you know, they do quite the opposite. They find what everybody's applauding and then I can't like that. But both, you see, are over-focused on what do the crowds think. Twos as well. What do the crowds admire? What will they appreciate? Well, then I'll serve them like a two and I'll be pleasing to them and they'll love me and then I'll be valuable. The threes, what are they all applauding? What do they value? Well, I'll, I'll wear all of that. I'll wear a, uh, you know, uh, the right purse. I'll drive the right car. I'll wear the right clothes. And whatever people admire, that's what I will project. And then they will admire me. And the four looks at it and says, what are people admiring? Okay, well then I reject that. What's popular? I reject that. Because I'm not going to just be some hollow chocolate Easter bunny. We'll talk about four's next video. Now, ironically, I do get a lot of appointments with fours who I think are trying to develop and understand and deal with all this inner stuff. Okay, so the star. Um, they focus on goals and work at the expense of relationships often. Think about that. I didn't say it. She said it. Okay. At the expense of relationships. And I would even say at the expense of relationship with themselves, with knowing themselves. Driven and competitive. They seek recognition um, and want to outdistance their rivals. If you ever listen to... Here on YouTube, you know, you can type in like motivational, um, motivational, I don't know what they're called, I forget, but, um, you know, you go to the gym or you're cleaning the house or you're trying to go for a run and you put in your earbuds and you type in motivational, challenging music and you'll get these these audio files of music in the background and essentially it's like somebody yelling at you usually in a foreign accent you know or uh, somebody's yelling at you and they're telling you um, you know don't give up you're a fighter believe in yourself and then the music will play a little more and it's kind of like this very motivational rocky you know overcomer movie background music and then it'll say things like be a lion don't be a sheep wake up early you're gonna stay longer than everybody else you're going to put in the time and the sweat and the blood and the effort because you're a winner and it is very motivational but I think when you listen to one of those motivational files for a minute you get a picture of what threes are kind of hearing all the time. And that would be exhausting. It's one thing when you're like, okay, I gotta clean the house. So I need to put this thing on to motivate myself to do this. Okay, I've gotta go exercise, I don't want to. I wanna sit around and watch TV and eat more pie, cookies, and cake. But I need to motivate myself and get out there and get off this couch. So I play this file and it's challenging me. Don't give up. Never surrender. Be a man. Be a fighter. Be a, be a lion. 
But then here's the thing, I can turn it off. I can just click it off and it's done. And it's very motivating, but then I can click it off. But I don't think threes so easily click that voice off and are able to just pause and relax and say, okay, I put in a good day's work and now I'm done and now I can relax and now I can just talk to people and now I can just not be on job interview right now. And essentially all those motivational things are saying, you're not like everybody else. Wow, just like the Enneagram tells us, right? Twos, threes, and fours. We're not like everybody else, the twos. I'm nice, I'm kind, I'm compassionate, I'm loving. The threes, I'm a winner, I'm a champion, I'm a fighter, I'm a lion, I'm not like a sheep, I'm not gonna be a follower. Quitters, give up, I'm not gonna quit. See, I'm not a quitter, everybody else is quitters, everybody else is sheep, everybody else is, everybody else might just be people that need to be loved. Might just be your best friends if you get to know them and if you let them know you and maybe in letting them know you, you might start to know yourself. But I can't slow down. I don't want to be like everybody else because I'm dealing with worth and shame and value. And I would just say, go back into the baby's nursery and look at those little babies. Pick them up and hold them and, ah, little babies, intrinsic value. And that doesn't change because you're 30. It doesn't change because you're going off to college. It doesn't change because, because you got an F on a test or because your girlfriend dumped you or because you got fired and laid off or because your company dissolved. None of that changes. You don't need to pull down the blinds and go on drugs and check out to life and go to the dark side of nine because you failed. Even, I've got books on my shelf that are written by threes on how to be successful, you know, and even failure gets redefined by threes. Why can't you just say, well, that didn't work. I blew it. I screwed up. You know, you wanna be admired by people Let's just assume that's true. People admire somebody that can own their mistakes. People admire somebody that's real. People admire somebody that doesn't feel like they have to impress them all the time. People admire somebody who says, well, that didn't work. <laughs> we learned the hard way on that one, didn't we, Bob? <laughs> wow, we lost a bunch of money and a bunch of time. Well. Let's get back to the drawing board and try again. People admire that kind of authenticity. Oh, there's kind of the hard word, isn't it? Authenticity, genuine, be yourself. Well, who am I if I'm not a winner? Oh, you might just be a person. You might just be a person. Be, being is what, what threes need to tap into. What does it mean to just be a person? Who am I without all of this accomplishment, without all of this winning? Oh, I would just be like everybody else. No, you would still be unique. You would still be you. You might, you might accomplish more if you weren't driven to accomplish so much.
There's an interesting thought. Um, threes at this mid-level appear to be friendly. But often friendliness is a means of moving people onto the agenda or helping me navigate relationships. Think of it more as networking. Networking rather than relating to people. It's like this person can strategically advance me and move me forward, so I need to promote them so that they will promote me. Many times what looks like an emotional response from them is more the kind of response they believe the person in their situation should have. In other words, you know, I'm a teacher, and so when this student is having a problem or asking me for help, then I should relate to them in such a way, and so I'll follow this prescribed way of relating to them because that's the way I should behave a person in my position. Um which is not very authentic. It's not really caring about people. It's I'm filling a role, an actor. And threes can be kind of like actors sometimes. All right, the highest level of self-mastery is called uh, by this author, the believer. So the lowest level is the calculator. The mid-level is the star. And the highest level is the believer. I'm not exactly sure I know what she's saying there, but let's continue. The core understanding of this high level of self-mastery is everyone has intrinsic value. Boom, exactly what I've been saying. Everyone has intrinsic value. Stop, period. I'm a valuable person simply because I'm created in the image of God, because I'm a person, period. And there is a natural flow and order to everything. Now, I need that as a seven because, you know, sevens can sometimes forget that there's a divine plan because I need to work my plan. My plan is more fun. My plan is more, oh, my plan didn't work out. Bummer, sad, mm, frustrated. I, I need to remember that. I need to think about how a three needs to, needs to understand that, that there's a bigger plan uh, and that there is an order to everything. Threes with a high self-mastery have looked inside themselves. Looked inside themselves to find out who they really are apart from what they accomplish. And what they truly feel, instead of just masking their emotions, willing to admit they don't always feel on top of things, and willing to have their, their um, failures. And... Like everyone else, <coughs> oh, there's kind of the sting, right? If I'm just like everybody else, then how am I valuable? Okay. Threes possess a contagious enthusiasm, a genuineness, and a confidence now. Moreover, they are deeply spontaneous because they understand it is not their responsibility to make sure that everything happens efficiently and effectively. So they slow down. They tune in to who they are and and the relationships around them, rather than just networking and a job interview and polishing up their resume, they really slow down to know themselves, to know the people around them, to be honest with themselves about their failures, honest, the opposite of deceit, honest with their failures, honest with their shortcomings, real, genuine, authentic, 
and they don't feel like they have to accomplish everything and be the best one in order to stand out and win people's admiration. Instead, they slow down and they really start to love people and be loved by people. Um, they begin to identify what they enjoy simply for the fact that they enjoy it. Well, what if it's, it's not going to... Why would I play golf if it's not going to accomplish something? I play golf so I can play with the boss and get to know the boss and strategically move my... Maybe just play golf because you like golf. Well, how would I know if I like golf? Exactly. Slow down. Slow down and go play a game of golf just to play golf. Go paint a picture just to paint a picture. What if it's no good? Who cares? If you enjoyed it, it was good. If you enjoyed it, it's worth doing. If you can do it with others, then it's worth doing. If you can take your kids and go do this event, this task, and just have fun doing it, then it is worth doing. Worth. Value. Worth types. All right. So, I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope that it's been encouraging and also at the same time challenging. And I hope that you will pause long enough to really think about some of these things and ask yourself some of the deeper questions. Pause long enough to sit still with these thoughts and um, be present to life because life is passing us all by if we're not present to it. And slowing down helps us be present to life. And for a three, it's almost always good advice to slow down and uh, let some of that stress, that drivenness go and say, well, yeah, but the, the cattle, the, the, you know, the herd will get ahead of me. Maybe they will, but maybe there's some peace that you can know um, in that meadow by yourself for a while. All right. Thank you guys. Uh, I wish you the best and I hope to hear from you. Thanks.